Minus three is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook. You bet you get with Caesar's rewards. Must be 21 or older. Minus three with Dave Damashek. Hi, hello, sports fans, and welcome to the NFL Playoffs. Wild Card Weekend is upon us. We're excited for us. And as always, we are presented by Omaha. Ready to jump into it with me. Eddie Spaghetti there behind the glass. And in just a minute here, our old pal Ross Tucker is going to join the conversation. He's going to be down on one of those gridirons this weekend covering the action for you. Eddie Spaghetti and I, in the meantime, ready to chop it up after our return from a very successful and grand weekend in Las Vegas. Eddie Spaghetti among the big winners. Dave Damashek among the big losers in terms of dignity because we finally had our football throwing competition. We went into a, a back alley behind the Jimmy Kimmel comedy club to see who on the staff could throw it the furthest. And I think the results are out there in public. You can find videos on social media and otherwise Eddie spaghetti, no phony, no liar, no fraud. Neither was Mikey meatballs, his arch nemesis. They were the two front runners. They were very tightly packed together. They both were the big winners. I think you could just about call it a draw. One and two, then a major drop-off to three, four, and beyond there. Damashek somewhere down in the mix there. I couldn't get a good I I couldn't we 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 threw it was like a a rubber ball like with the Raiders logo on it. And I'm not making excuses. I I I had a fine grip on it. I wasn't slipping. I don't know. I had two throws and I felt good. I just couldn't get any air under it. So it wasn't sailing for me the way I would have hoped. But anyway, I, that, that's me. Muzzle tub to you, Eddie Spaghetti. Your showing was impressive. Even more so, the the legendary one knee throw that you had talked about from 60 yards. I don't know if it would have gone 60 yards, but it was an impressive uh, sling by you. You draped yourself and your father who coached you up like Todd Marinovich, <laughs> Todd Marinovich's father many moons ago. Uh, you both uh, did yourselves proud with uh, with your throw in there. Now, if I was listening to my dad, I would just be a center slash long snapper. That's what he wants. Not the uh, he wants the O line, not the the quarterback play. Yeah, the the conditions were certainly against us. It was uh, pretty wet outside and a very narrow alley, which kind of got in your head, was making us kind of hook these throws. Um, and I don't want to knock on babyface Joel Solomon. I mean, he got two footballs, which ended up saving us, but they were a very. It's a weird slick rubber ball with the Raiders logo like you were saying so i think that also worked against us and obviously none of us had any warm-up throws and the, the only young person there is mikey meeples who's like what is he 19 years old and i'm 30 now so every time you do that you hear like a crack in the shoulder it ain't good but um but yeah a lot you're of in your prime you guys are in your prime that to be fair i i poop pooed the idea of like old age all right i'm not i'm not i'm not a 77 year old man i don't know I, I I throw the ball with the kids and I know I can put it out there. I didn't do a good job there. Listen, I, we can make excuses. No one will care for, for the answers there. And uh, that's in the rear view mirror, but we appreciate everybody who came out and uh, said hello and uh, is listening to minus three and extra points and uh, all the rest of it. Great times at uh, the Jimmy Kimmel club. We hope we get to do something like that sooner rather than later. I do think we might actually head over to Glendale, Arizona in about a month for some football action in the meantime, quick shout out personally to my old man who is uh, continuing to struggle along there in Pittsburgh, PA, and shout out to old Mo Damashek, who's right there with him, and my sister Amy and uh, her whole family. I feel like a real heel out here in Los Angeles. 
and Las Vegas while all that's going on out there. But uh, hopefully they get a nice little respite with uh, with some with the distraction of important football games upcoming here. I want to say at the top about these playoffs, I think this is a great bet. Talk me out of it, Eddie Spaghetti. AFC to win the Super Bowl. That you obviously we don't know who it is, but minus three and a half. That's a good bet, isn't it? I I, I love that. I mean, I I think I think the winner of the Super Bowl this year, if it's not my Giants, it is going to be either the Chiefs, the Bills, the Bengals. I'm pretty resigned to that fact. I do not see a scenario where Brock Purdy leads the team to Super Bowl, and I don't see a scenario where the according to his head coach, his words not mine, a very injured Jalen Hurts. Um, leads the Eagles to a Super Bowl victory. I think it will be one of those three AFC teams, I, and I, I love that bet. Yeah, three. I mean, what it, what's the number going to be? I get you know if the Eagle. I mean, I the the thing is, there are two good NFC teams, and one of them has a rookie QB. The other one has a guy who's never been in that gigantic spot in Jalen Hurts. So, uh, call me a cynic until you do it in the big games. Then I will remain skeptical of you. The big stage is not for everybody. So let's see him do it at the pro football level here. Um, and same goes for Justin Herbert on the other side of things. Um, we've seen the big three of the AFC come through in big spots. So if one of them gets there and it's, let's say Brock Purdy or maybe Jimmy G for the Niners or Jalen Hurts, I, I, <clears throat> I think the number will be right around three but there's also a chance like Eagles go down and then you're talking about a rookie QB and Brock Purdy. You could have some weirdo team get to the Super Bowl and they would have no shot against any of the big three from the AFC side of things. Um, I'll tell you, here's the lamest pick ever, but I, I just happen to believe it, that the number one seeds matter getting that extra week after uh, especially a 17th week and the weird way that the AFC chase wound down there. I think Chiefs, Eagles, the two one seeds, I'm sorry, Squaresville, but uh, plus 615 is the payout there. How say you, Eddie Spaghetti? What's your Super Bowl pick? Well, uh, I've said it before in the pod. I took in the offseason uh, ca- uh, Cardinals, Bengals, obviously no Cardinals, so I'm not going to shy away from my Bengals pick. I am going to stick with the Bengals here. Um, now I am going to pick this team to represent the NFC, but it is pretty funny to think if, if let's just say the Eagles do go down the divisional round, I think – I think it just changes everything in the in terms looking forward to the Super Bowl because like I like you said before, Brock Purdy rookie's never done it. I, I'm not sure if I trust them, but um I will go Cincinnati Bengals, winner of the Super Bowl, runner up, the Philadelphia Eagles. So you can get that on Caesars uh, for plus two thousand. Ooh, that's a pretty good one. I like that quite a bit. Um okay, let's uh let's blow through these so we can get to Ross Tucker here real quick. And we'll do deeper dives on uh, on extra points with uh, with Cousin Sal and Martin Weiss. Make sure you're checking that out on all these games. But uh, easy peasy, uh, nice and breezy here. Seahawks 49ers, a renewal of a great 21st century rivalry in January, especially Niners laying nine and a half. That's a lot. If it's rainy, I think the play here is under 42 and a half. I don't see how the Seahawks are going to get off on the 49ers. So how many points do you think the Niners are going to put up against a pretty good Seahawks defense? I do think it, paradoxically, so I go under, but I am going to lay the nine and a half here. Wouldn't be stunned. I just think that ultimately they're going to have to have Ken Walker do some damage there. And I don't think that's a great matchup for any running back to do that. So I'll take the home team in that one. How say you spaghetti? 
Yeah, I mean, to me, this is an easy pick. It's the Niners minus the nine and a half. Um, if the Niners struggle in this game, though, again, it's going to change everyone's outlook on the NFC side. I think also, unfortunately, for football fans, this wild card weekend, um, we may have two good games. And I think those two good games are full of teams that nobody really buys into winning the Super Bowl anyway. So I think it's going to be a pretty boring weekend. So true. So true. So true. Like the old wild card before. Or you walk the planet Earth. Wild card weekend used to be like a week off, basically, because it was two games, mm-hmm. two teams who you knew weren't going to win the Super Till the Raiders in 1980 reached the Super Bowl. There was no evidence like, yeah, this is a throwaway weekend. These are two cute teams that were kind of fun to watch. But obviously, nobody thinks they're going to the Super Bowl. Um, that's how wild card weekend used to feel. And I guess that's what Chargers and Jaguars kind of feels like to most people. Chargers have now. Uh, opened up now, or it's expanded to minus two and a half down in Duval County. I'm going to take the Chargers again. Not a stunner if if the Jags, based on the history of uh, of the Star Cross Chargers, but I do think Justin Herbert, big spot, time to to show out there. Um, 47 and a half is a ton of points to be thrown around. I do think the Chargers with Joey Bosa, one of the great Jenga pieces in pro football. Um, makes a huge difference there. So I'll take the under on this one and I'll take the Chargers lay in the two and a half. I'll say you. I'm with you the Chargers again. I really needed to see a Jaguars blowout victory uh, versus the Titans in their home stadium. They did not do that versus a, a career backup quarterback, a practice squad quarterback. Uh, Austin Ackler has been great this year, one of the few running backs who's been consistent all year long. So I, I think the Chargers have every reason to win this game. And Brandon Staley is very lucky that playing a started for as long as he did in Week 18 didn't really cost him. I mean, Mike Williams right now hasn't practiced. This is a chance he may play, but that was a bonehead move by him, and he's lucky nothing serious came of it. Yeah, I guess so. I, I, I'm conflicted about that eternally. I, I always like the idea of you want to keep your guy sharp, but then you see somebody go down. You're like, oh, what are they thinking? So I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm, if, you, uh, if they lose this game, myself. if they lose this game and oh. because of Mike Williams isn't there, it's like, what did you gain from playing him for, you know, the three, whatever it was, the three quarters of the game? You don't, you, you cannot, your C was not going to be moved. I think it was, that was stupid. 13 is a ton of points in a playoff game. I'm still taking the bills at Skylar Thompson. After all, I'll also take the over in this one, 43 and a half spaghetti house. Say you. Yeah. Easy one. Bills. This game may not even be worth watching. Everybody at minus three is on the giants plus three in one of the two twin cities against Kirk cousins. I'm going to stick with that pick. I think Saquon is a major factor in this game. The total of 48 what was the final of the when they played a month ago? 24-21 for what that matters. Um, I guess I'll, I'll I'll take the uh, you know what your point about the these two teams are probably not. I, I think this is who you're talking about. The, these neither of these teams goes to the Super Bowl, probably. Um, although when you talk about like only the only the Niners or Eagles could get there, the Vikings in terms of record for what that matters, they were in the mix. And I know close game as I get all the cynicism around uh, Captain Kirk specifically and everything else. I, you know, I was about to say under I'm going to go over. I think this is that weirdo game. I think this is one that that kind of game you don't see coming. But, you know, I refer you back to the to the crazy one they played in that same stadium a month ago. I'm going to go over, but I am going to take the Giants. 
Yeah, I'm I'm sticking with the Giants. Uh, I'm glad Harry is taking his Vikings, so he's the one guy at uh, extra points that is not because if no one took the Vikings, I'd feel pretty yeah, nervous. Can't but have the, that. The, the yeah, Giants are, should be right. Yeah, the Giants are in a way better spot now than they were when they played the Vikings. They're just a healthier team. I think the addition of Xavier McKinney and Dory Jackson slows down Justin Jefferson a little bit. And I think if Saquon has a massive game, I think if he dictates the outcome, um, I feel pretty good about it. Then with the with the Giants, so I do like them getting the three points here. Birdies, Bungles, home team, laying nine, total 40 and a half. Hard to make sense of because that's an awfully low number. But then, of course, it would appear it's Anthony Brown going for the birdies. Right. The Bungles, I know. Talk about like, can you call a playoff game a trap game? They hammered them and then they kind of took their foot off the gas and the Ravens got back into it just last Sunday. All the cliches will be uh, no secrets between these teams. Not going to surprise each other. It's just who's going to be able to impose their will. Spoiler alert. Joe cool is going to be able to, we can't wait. We got to come up with a better because, because they tried to put that on Flacco and Joe that was disrespectful to Joe Montana. So we can't call Joe Burrow. Joe cool. Does he have a nickname? Joe Burrow. Not that I know, but the average Joe, really? average Joe Burrow. Average Joe Burrow. What the hell does that mean? From Dodgeball, the average Joes. Oh, oh, oh. I thought you were trying to diminish him. I didn't know what you were talking about. They're my Super Bowl pick. So they're my Super Bowl pick. Definitely, definitely not average. Well above average. All right. So you think they double digit? I I mean, this game will be over by halftime. Yeah. I I agree. I agree. I I mean, people are trying to talk themselves and the world into the Ravens here. I mean, what are we talking about, though? Anthony Brown against Joe Burrow? Come on, everybody. Let's not make this harder than it needs to be. Lastly, Alleged America's team, Dallas Cowboys at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, America's QB, trying to go out and uh, turn the vast majority of the season around. He's an underdog in either Tampa or St. Pete, plus two and a half, while the Cowboys are rolling into town off of a weird loss to the commies. Total on that one is 45 and a half. I'm taking the Cowboys. Man, I, I, I really... I really feel like Brady knows how to like what was uh, you know Kevin Hench made the analogy the other day about Steve Prefontaine the old runner who just would sprint from the gun and like just try to outrun everybody and see if he could just hold on uh and and not get got by I think Tom Brady is the opposite of that. I think he's his, I think he understands the rhythm of the football season like yeah, we're fine. We're going to wait. There was never a sense of concern you, that you felt from his side. Like, yeah, I know we stink, but obviously we're going to get into the playoffs. We're not going to lose to the Falcons or Panthers or Saints when it comes down to it. We're going to get into the mix. And I think he's pacing it out. And the Div- you know, and Ryan Jensen is not a small factor in the run game for them. Still, though, what are we talking about? The Cowboys have to be- beat them. But they have what's weird is. They have all the pressure. They're playing the greatest quarterback in the history of people. And the Cowboys have all the pressure as, as specifically Mike McCarthy has a ton of pressure on him. And so too does Dak Prescott. Still, I'm going with the Cowboys against my better judgment. How say you spaghetti? Uh, I'm going with the Cowboys. I think this is actually going to be a blowout. I think that this is going to be a, ah. uh, uh, you know, I, I, people think that Brady will keep a minute. I think that, 
Dallas is going to blow the doors off him. I know, I don't know if Sal made his pick yet. I think he probably will upcoming on extra points, but I can definitely see Cowboys fans being nervous going in versus Tom. I just, I look, the Cowboys have been inconsistent, but when they've been good, they've been very good. The Buccaneers have really been good this year. They've just been flat out inconsistent. So, and they're, like you said, they're probably a bad team. So I think if this is a shock of the week, it's the Cowboys actually in a blowout. Maybe. I, well, okay. But I, I mean, I, I will say that, specific matchups you know in the in the Tampa passing game feel like they favor the Buccaneers I you know how exactly is that uh, outside of Micah Parsons given uh fits to Brady which is certainly a possibility with Tank Lawrence and everybody else um but on the back end I feel like I mean, they still have some real tough matchups, uh, you know, tough guys to cover there. And I'm not sure exactly how the Cowboys are going to slow that down. Maybe the maybe the play here is over the 45 and a half because you would expect that the Cowboys to be able to put some points up as well. All right. You know what? Let's uh, let's hear from one of our favorite experts out there. Our old pal. Ross Tucker. Let me squeeze in a quick break here. Have you been betting with Caesar Sportsbook and Casino app? If so, good job. Keep it up because every bet earns with Caesar's rewards. That means win or lose, you're getting closer to amazing perks like game tickets, free stays, bonuses, and more. And if not, well, when you do get started, your first bet is on Caesars. Register with promo code Omaha Full and place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, congratulations. If you don't, you'll get your stake back as a free bet. 21 and over. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. New users and first $10 plus wager only. Must register with an eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager return only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bet credit $1,250. Must be used within 14 days of receipt tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles see caesars.com slash promos for full terms void where prohibited know when to stop before you start gambling problem arizona call 1-800 next step colorado wyoming kansas affiliated with kansas crossing casino call 1-800-522-4700 indiana call 1-800-9 with it. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Oh, it's been far too long, but we're about to make it right. Right at the cusp of kickoff, a.k.a. the big time in the NFL season. I said it the other day. I'm going to say it again now. I just fear that maybe you filled up too much over the last 17, 18 weeks on chips and salsa, your burrito's about to be put down in front of you, football fans. Here to kibitz about all of it, one of our very favorites of all time, host of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Of course, follow him along on social media. Ross Tucker NFL. It's Ross Tucker. What's the poop, fella? Sheck, it's been a while, man. You know what's funny? When you follow someone on social media, and I don't follow very many, I don't feel like it's been that long because like, Hmm. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're tweeting about. You're you, you are now like the rational Steelers fan. You enjoy the process and the journey. You're not into the um, overly dramatic Steelers fans that have unbelievably unrealistic expectations and a sense of entitlement that they don't really even know they have. Like they don't realize there's 31 other teams. So I actually enjoy your tweets. And uh, I just think that's why I like, even though we haven't talked in a while, I see your videos on social and I see what you tweet. So I feel like I, I have communicated with you by reading your social media correspondence, if that makes sense. It, it, it absolutely does. And it's funny because um, I will walk up to people sometimes who I haven't seen in a while and jump into a conversation with them like, man, you're so right about what you said about Derek Carr. Like, oh, yeah, I haven't seen you in a year and a half. I just am up to speed on where your head is. Yeah, it's very funny stuff, but I don't want to make Eddie Spaghetti mad here. He gets very upset when I talk about the Steelers who are not in the tournament. He wants to hear about his giants, but I can't help myself. I have to say to you, because the thing that you like to kibitz about on social media, along with pigskin is food. This is a passion of mine as it happens as well. I just want a quick update before we get into these NFL playoffs and some big NFL questions for you is where are you here at the dawn of 2023 on what you said about two years ago that you made a big announcement and I thought it was bold and you're entitled to it. I just hope you're not hot taken for the attention. You said that you were officially replacing Italian food at the top of your best type of food with Mexican food. Are you staying with that now? Did you experience it? Did you give it a shot, live that life for a year or two and now realize time much like the Raiders, they dabbled. They flew, you know, they had their time with the hot girl down in LA before they went back to the old ball and chain in Oakland. I don't know where they are now. But anyway, um, how say you on your food, your types of food rankings? So a couple things. I think that I like the meat cheese staples of Mexican food. 
Mm-hmm. However, I feel like Italian food has a little bit more variety. Mm-hmm. But Italian food is based heavily on the idea of bread being a big component. And I feel like bread is sort of highly overrated. So you don't, maybe you don't know this, but like <laughs> bread is overrated. It is. It is. So here's the deal. So I live in central Pennsylvania now, as you know, like Harrisburg, Hershey, and where I'm from, Reading, and where my wife's from, it's very Pennsylvania Dutch. So if you're not familiar with that, I don't know why it's called Pennsylvania Dutch, because it's German people. It's German ancestry, but they're called Pennsylvania because it's Pennsylvania Deutsch. It's Pennsylvania Dutch. Mm. And they, I've never had a meal with any of them without rolls and bread and all like and it's like the star of the show it's like oh give me that bread to dip in my mashed potatoes or my potato filling or whatever and so when i have italian with them it's just so like well where's the bread i I need the bread i need the bread give me the bread i need the bread and it's like the bread doesn't even have flavor What, what are you talking about it's bread a bread is a vehicle to deliver deliciousness. So I am I kind you. of an anti-breadite. I'm not, I'm just not into it. Like, okay. I will say this. My wife and I had a speed date last night at Jersey Mike's. Okay. And it, the bread was really good. It was, it was like, a well, nice- we're not here to shill for Jersey Mike's. No, I, we're not. By the way, we on new year's Eve, we went out, we had family in town and, uh, and, and I said, you know, at about like five o'clock and we were thinking about like, oh, oh, we didn't really make any proper dinner plans. What should we bring in with all the kids and everything? And I said, let's go to Domingo's down the street, pick up a bunch of subs. And we did meatball subs. Oh, we did the Brajol sub. We did the spicy Italian, so on and so forth. And it was divine. And just last night, even my wife said, you want to do that six days a week? I'm down. And I said, you know. You don't got to sell me Italian number one <laughs> barbecue. The, the the Mexican is in the mix, but like it's either Japanese expanding into like sushi. Plus the problem with like the hibachi, not hibachi, whatever it's called. The, uh, you know, like the Benihana kind of stuff is delicious. It's just, they, it, it's weird. Somebody should reinvent the experience of Benihana without the, the chef show is dynamite. I love the show that, that he puts on for the table, but I feel like they've kind of in creating, like in order to get that kind of food, you have to sit through the show. Somebody should just make like, yeah, you can pick it up just so you could drive through and get the same food. Cause the food itself is delicious. You know, totally I, with you. A, I, I totally with idea. you. I'm just having to talk do it right now. Where, or you can just go there and you don't need to watch the whole show. Just give me the grilled steak and chicken that the guy does. That's exactly right. And you know what? Around the holidays, I took the kids to that because they love it. And then they're there and they're like, you know, they're kids. And so sometimes they're excited when he makes the little like onion mountain and or volcano. And then it burns fire and he flips the shrimp into a hat or into your hat or whatever. And sometimes they're not as into it as they should be. And it's how I know. I'm not a terrible human being. I'm not the greatest human being, but I'm a pretty good one because I make up for their apathy. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> that was really great, right? To make him feel like 
you know, that somebody's paying attention. He's not just dancing for himself. All right, let's talk about football. We don't have time for all this. First thing. I mean, we have so much to cover in this. See, we're already flapping our gums about about food. All right. My Super Bowl pick. I hate to be unexciting. Um, I would love to be splashy, but I think after a one-year blip, we are about to return to form of the last decade to dozen years, which is to say that having that extra week off, having that bye, is massively important. It didn't matter a year ago, but if you look back over the preceding decade, it was everything. Ergo, Chiefs, Eagles, bet that Super Bowl matchup plus 615. That sounds pretty good, as a matter of fact, for two one seeds. Isn't that, doesn't that seem pretty juicy for the two favorites to get to the Super Bowl? How say you? Agreed. Although I must tell you, I haven't looked at those that much to see like, the best odds is Chiefs Niners, and then it's like uh, Niners Bills, right? And then Eagles Chiefs is third, I think. I, I'm not sure what the what last the, I checked. Um, shortest last I checked, they're, they're basically telling you they think the Niners are going to beat the Eagles, which is. I would agree with you, Shaq. That does sound pretty juicy, and I still think that's the most likely scenario. There's really like you, if you close okay, your eyes, okay? And I know what happened last year. But if you close your eyes and you picture the Super Bowl, there's only five teams that you can see in it. You can see from the end. I can't see anything. My eyes are closed. Yeah, keep them closed. No, you're thinking it in your head. In your head. In my brain, I'm imagining that. Okay. Right. And you're imagining in your head the NFC. It's only the Eagles or the 49ers. There is no other team you can imagine the Super Bowl. Absolutely right. And 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 then the AFC. And I love that. Go ahead. Oh, well, oh, they're still closed. I'm sorry. I didn't realize. Yeah, no, you got to keep sorry. going. I open my the eyes AFC, for a It's the Chiefs, Bills, Bengals. There, there is no other team you can envision in the Super Bowl. So that's the deal. You can open it. Wait, 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 wait. I'm thinking, I'm thinking there's something like, like uh, something trying to creep in through my right ear, like uh, in Khan when they in. Uh, no, in don't Trek do that. Wrath of I, I, that movie traumatized me. The, the bugs when coming the out of the ears. His, the, that that's well, no, still it's not a bug, but they put it. Day. They put it in, and then it takes your brain over. And I don't know if that's what's happening here because I'm fairly close to SoFi Stadium, but I do think the Powder Blue team there, the LA Chargers, might have a chance. Will you get it's over like this? Will you stop? I know it's you've weird. been doing this I for I can't so help long. It. I mean, well, you know that this is the best. This is a good chance that they have, right? No, is it really that crazy to think? Oh, on one hand, they oh yeah, they go to Jacksonville, Cle- they go Jacksonville, Kansas City, and Buffalo, and win all three. The 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 L.A. Chargers. You know how you always make fun of the Browns or whatever. That's yeah, what that yeah. sounds like. The Chargers winning three road playoff games is like when you go the Browns, <laughs> the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> That's the Chargers winning three road playoff games. Okay, that's fair, but I will say this. I agree with you that three road games, right, too tall in order in all likelihood, and it wouldn't be a stunner if they lost in Duval County this weekend. But as I always am obliged to point out, if anybody can go into Arrowhead, well, this side of Josh Allen and the Bills, since they've already proven it, but consistently, I don't know why the Chargers 
always give those Chiefs a good game, even an arrowhead. So that's that's what I'm looking at. But I agree with your point. Five teams can win the Super Bowl. Realistically, other teams can be disruptive, but winning it all, hoisting the Lombardi, I don't think Dak Prescott ends up doing that. I don't think, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> who is it now? Uh, Anthony Brown? I don't think Anthony Brown's doing it. Here's the question, though, because you mentioned the Niners as the uh, main obstacle to the Eagles. Let's say, and I, I and I guess let's jump in on that game specifically. Seahawks, Niners, and I love talking about the guy who fell into a long-term coma and is just now waking up and like how surprising things would be to him. If you woke up right now and you fell into a coma in like 2013 and you just woke up now like, well, I guess nothing's changed in the world. Seahawks and Niners playing a big time postseason game. Like, yeah, they kind of went away. That whole thing went away. And now it's kind of surprising. And by the way, Geno Smith is the Seahawks QB and Brock Purdy. Like, wait, wait, wait. What's Brock Purdy? What's a Brock Purdy? If the Niners win this game, and I do think they'll survive it, even if it's not by the the 10 points that uh, that people are are laying in their favor. Do they go back to Jimmy G? Because the weight of history says there's no chance you can get to the Super Bowl as the Niners. No rookie QB has ever done it. So now Brock Purdy is going to defy 56 years of evidence and get hit this Niners team Maybe. to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I'll say you. By the way, Maybe. You buy, you Brock buy, Purdy. Go ahead. I am convinced he was at Iowa State for eight years. He was the quarterback for yeah. every Iowa State game I've watched on TV over the last decade. Anytime I flipped them on, they were playing like Oklahoma or Texas. It was Brock Purdy. Yet, he still looks younger than the starting quarterback for my high school team. It's unbelievable. <laughs> like, I almost can't take Purdy seriously when they show him on the sideline with that youthful face. I mean, like, when he beat Brady, it was like Brady could be his dad. It, it was just unbelievable. He looks, you know, it's funny. Certain people arrest at a certain age and look that way for like 30 or 50 years of their life. Sparky Anderson is the number one example of that. Like he he got a raw deal it when, when he was 39 because he looked the way he did with the white hair. And, you know, he looked 52. But 50 years later, big winner was Sparky Anderson because he still looked that way. He never changed, you know, so that's a good thing. There are certain people like that. Like, I think your guy, Kyle Brand, he probably, I bet you, I met him, what, 12 years ago now? He looks exactly the same, which is a compliment. But at like 19, he looked 37, right? He's always had, because it's that big square jaw he's got, right? He was never he, boy. He looks, he, he looks the same. He, right. he looks like he did in college. And, uh, yeah, I don't think I know that I thought he looked older in college, but yeah, probably he probably looked a little older in college and a little younger now. He has a he has a toupee though. Is that I mean I don't want to air definitely not. laundry, but his toupee is not you know it's like sometimes some mornings it's like fix that thing, man. Somebody no, uh, he's got no? a very nice head of hair. He's genetically gifted. He okay, all right. I guess we can have different opinions on that. Um, okay. So what is your formal prediction? I'm required to ask it here at the cusp of kickoff. 
What is who is going to the Super Bowl? Spoil. Oh, okay. Alert. I thought you meant for each game. For the Super Bowl? Yeah, we'll go we'll go uh, through Chiefs those, Eagles. but I want to hear how you think this ends. Chiefs Eagles. Yeah, Chiefs Eagles. Okay. I mean, Easy I wouldn't peasy. be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if any of the five teams we reference gets there, but I think the buy is significant. And right. like you said, I mean, like the I watch every snap of the Eagles, right? Kind of like you and the Steelers. The, their roster is just loaded. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're I think they had nine pro bowlers. No, eight pro bowlers and nine alternates, 17 guys. <laughs> like there's only 22 starting positions. I mean, and they all deserved it. I mean, more guys probably deserve the pro bowl. They're very, if Hertz is okay and Hertz can run good luck going into Philadelphia and beating them. I mean, they, they almost set the record for sack. They had 70 sacks. I mean, they, they have four guys with double digits. They have the best O-line. They just have a really good – I know the Niners are like the flavor of the week because they've won 10 in a row. And the Niners are playing great, don't get me wrong, but they're still not as talented as the Eagles. And a one-game scenario in Philadelphia, winner takes all so they can run Hurts as much as they want. I, I like the Eagles. And then, um, you know, it's hard to go against the Chiefs. It's hard to go against them. I think that Mahomes, you remember how it felt like Joe Montana check in every big game always like always made the play for his team to win. Like it's like in our brains, it didn't happen, but in our brains, it's like two minutes left. Okay. Here comes Montana. He does it. Mahomes is the new Montana. Like Mahomes, you almost can't remember a situation where he doesn't come through to get the play for them to win. The, the craziest thing to me about Mahomes is he's so good, right? And they have a chance to get to their fifth AFC championship game and whatever. He's only won one Super Bowl, which kind of goes to tell show like like what Brady did is just so preposterous. It's just it, it it's so hard to win the Super Bowl. The legacy of that 20-year run is that, and to refer it back to the Steelers, I think it has Steelers fans right now like dude like the the standard ain't the standard no more because look they haven't won no playoff games in six years it's like listen everybody I don't know what to tell you about that that is not crazy yes it's unfortunate sequence of events that I can try and explain away but the Patriots of the 21st century are the exception it is very hard to get to the Super Bowl to let alone Win it. I I I I can't explain the voodoo that went on for those 20 years, but if you eliminate that team, there's no evidence that the Steelers are under underachieving. Um that, that's a conversation for another time. <clears throat> um I actually think to push back, I do not think that we've never seen Mahomes fail because I remember pretty vividly about a year ago the complete power outage in Arrowhead for the home team in the second half against Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow to me is much more Montana-y in that. My cop that I keep making is that Joe Burrow among the superhero QBs in the NFL is, if they're all Avengers, he's Iron Man. He's, he's still just a human being. He just turns it on at the right time. He's not the Hulk. He's not Thor. You know, he's, he's he doesn't have supernatural powers on his side like Mahomes or Josh Allen, but he's the guy who is essential to winning in the end. 
That's a great, I mean, you know what? I, I got to say, that's a great analogy by Dave Damashek. I pat Dave Damashek on the bat for, for how uh, splendid that one is. Now, you this weekend, uh, people who like the 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 trials and uh, travails of, of Ross Tucker, his uh, his visits across football America. Wait a second. What's Eddie Spaghetti uh, tweeting us here, texting us here? What's a, r- Jump in here, Spaghetti, if it's big news. The neutral site game is going to be Atlanta. If the Bills and Chiefs Atlanta. play the neutral site game, it's Atlanta. Oh, good. Big shocker that they would put it in the dome. I don't I, see our time is already running too short, but very quickly. This I this ongoing idea that everything needs to be the same, and therefore that means in a dome, and because it creates an advantage for one side or the other. By definition, if you're a northern team, you structure your team to be able to win games in December and January in the weather. So you're disadvantaged playing a team that is a home team built. And by the way, the Chiefs and the the Bills, right? It's cold both those places. I will tell you this: as a broadcaster, I'm not happy about the neutral site thing. Um, Amen. There's something like I've been on the sideline for a conference championship game at least the last five years, that is the pinnacle for a fan because the Super That's Bowl right. is kind That's of exact- a more than the Super Bowl, right? Yes, because the Super Bowl is kind of an antiseptic environment. It's like it's very corporate or whatever. Like the best a fan has is when their team wins the conference championship game at home and they're going to the Super Bowl. I've been there for that. Like that is like the greatest moment of people's lives. Like they got to see their team win and go to the Super Bowl and you're taking that away from people. It's a bummer. What they should have done. I agree. Jerk. Go ahead. What they should have done is told the Chiefs, you either get the buy or home foot advantage. You pick. The Bills get the other one. That would have been fun. That's interesting. I don't you're uh, probably not old enough to remember the 1982 Super Bowl tournament that they had. You just expand it by a team. I'm not saying that because it would have put the Steelers in. That obviously would be the result of it. But I think you even the playing field because all the different machinations coming off of the Monday night football result with the DeMar Hamlin um, near tragedy. um, I think that was a, a if the cheat, you know, the Bills end up rallying against the Bengals, then they would be the number one seed. It's crazy to me that the Chiefs basically fell back ultimately. I'm not saying they didn't have a great season overall, but it is weird that they kind of fell back into the one seed without out having to do much to achieve that. I think you add an eighth team on both sides. Special circumstances require a special response, and I think that would have been fairer ultimately, and I agree with you completely. I hate, but you're exactly right. Having done both, as a fan, you're way better off going to the, your title game than you are going to the Super Bowl. I've done it both, and you, trust me, go to the title game. Journey over destination. That's the the bottom line. You're going to be in Duval County this weekend. Where are you? No. Where, where are you going? Buffalo uh, for, for a while. Buffalo. Buffalo. Nice. Dol- Dolphins and the Bills, and the Dolphins have already ruled out Tua. I mean, can can Teddy Bridgewater just play? It's his pinky. It's his pinky. It was two weeks ago. Can he just try to play? I mean, as a broadcaster, people don't realize I just want a close game. Now, I don't really necessarily want overtime because I want to get home, but like, I just want a close game. I, I want people to tune in. And in the second half, I don't want to turn it into a talk show. I want to be able to like 
talk about awesome games. So I don't know. I don't have a lot of faith in this Skylar Thompson kid. Well, I, I, I don't know why. I mean, after watching him uh, in the shootout against Joe Flacco down in South Beach, what a what a thriller that was. And where were you for that one? Everybody will remember that uh, decades from now. Yeah, I hear you. I think that I think the Bills get lucky there because people were ignoring. And when Tua was in there, they beat him down in Miami and had him on the ropes in Buffalo. I think that would have yeah. been a great game. But now, uh, or, or the Steelers would have been a competitive game. It, you know, it's, I, it's hard I, to I imagine completely the agree. Dolphins being competitive, all that competitive with Skylar Thompson. Well, the curmudgeons on the banks of the Three Rivers, like, dude, we dodge a bullet because if we go up to Buffalo, then we get hassed again. Like, nope, they wouldn't have gotten TCU'd. It would have been an interesting yardstick from when they did get whipped in early October to now. I think they would lose, but I don't think they get hammered in the fashion that they did, uh, you know, three, four months did ago. Did you never um, have the Pittsburgh accent or did you like evolve since you've been in California? No, it was strong in the family like it is on, uh, you know, with a lot of people there. And I forced myself out of it. Um, I thought that I did, you know, I knew I didn't want to have the Pittsburgh accent. And so I forced it. And the result is this weird voice. You know, <laughs> it's like it's like it's like how Kenny Pickett before the season I was or before the draft. Everybody's like, oh, his hand size. And he's like, oh, he's working out his right hand to get it bigger. And now you see him. He's a physical freak. He's got a giant right hand and a little left hand like this. And now he's now he's got to deal with that for the rest of his life. See, Jack, I got to go, over, dude. He overcorrected. I wanted you to talk about uh, about myfrontpagestory.com. You love love. You're a hopeless romantic. Go to myfrontpagestory.com. <laughs> Valentine's Day is a, a month away. The single best gift you can get for your significant other. Go to myfrontpagestory.com. It's a story written all about them. Looks like it's on the front page of the newspaper. Beautiful picture of them or the two of you. When you give it to her, you know the way this is, Sheck. The key when you mm -hmm. give someone a gift is like have a story. Around. She'll be opening like, what is this? Well, I wanted something special. You know, I'm not just some random guy. I, I got a story mm. written all about you. Who does that? She will be blown away. Then she reads the quotes where you're like, I never thank her enough for all the little things she does for the family. Boom. That's it. Just say, I don't thank her enough for the little things, <laughs> but I notice that's all. I'm the luckiest lady in the you world. They cry every time, dude. Happy tears. Myfrontpagestory.com. All right. I hope Bill's fans aren't crying at the end of that game because that would be a sad demise to lose to Skylar Thompson. Have a, uh, have a uh, good, safe uh, trip up there, and uh, let's uh, keep in touch over the course of the playoffs thanks pally yeah i gotta get you on my show soon too ross tucker podcast oh yeah, yeah, yeah i gotta get you on my show sometime all right the ross tucker football podcast that's what it is ross tucker nfl on social media all the best and now a quick break this podcast is proud to be supported by jets pizza the number one pick in detroit style pizza why it's simple jets is better with the thickest crispiest cheesiest detroit style pizza in the country there's no competition Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? 
That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. There he goes. Ross Tucker, everybody. All right, let's round it out here, Eddie Spaghetti. Anything uh, hit your ear is uh, especially compelling out of Ross Tucker there? Well, I, you know, either going with the Eagles or you're going with the 49ers in the NFC, but, you know, Brock Purdy would be the first rookie to ever win a Super Bowl. So if you're going to side with history, you probably could bet against the Niners. So I don't know. Part of me has trouble just giving the Eagles the NFC representation. Um, but you well, know, you're I a guess Giants guy, so you should hate that. Yeah, of I, course, you should spiritually shame the devil if you bet on them. Right. And I mean, Ross makes great points, especially with the amount of sacks that team is getting. But, you know, when Nick Sirianni says, uh, oh, yeah, Jalen Hurts is in a lot of pain in week 18. Part of me is like, well, if he can't throw and he's just going to run, you can hone in on that. I don't know. We'll see. I think it's I think it's going to be more interesting on the NFC side than people uh, people think. It always is. I mean, when you when you decide in the NFL, like, ah, this wild card doesn't real the wild card weekend doesn't have real juicy matchups are that many. That's when you get some big upsets. You can almost certainly bet that that's going to happen. And it, the, the trick is figuring out which weird results are going to happen and, and uh, putting some dollars against it. We'll keep trying to figure it out for you here. Make sure you're listening to extra points, the show and everything on the extra points network. We're all trying to figure out who is going to win this weekend. Who's going to go to the super bowl. All the rest of it, make sure you're checking out all the great shows there. Extrapoints.com is how you do that. And for Ross Tucker, Eddie Spaghetti, and everybody at the Extra Points Network, enjoy the playoffs. The wild card weekend is upon us. We'll talk to you as soon as it's wrapped up. Until then, thanks so much, sports fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven.